one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome again, everybody, to Poker Action Line. I'm Big Dave Lemon, along with my partner, Joe Rodriguez, as we bring you another edition of the program here from South Florida, Poker Action Line. And uh, looking forward to a lot of different uh, things to talk about tonight, including the big uh, Kate Hall plus uh, Mike Dentali. What is it? Uh, Kate and Mike plus hate. <laughs> I think they call it. Is that what it was? Kate and Mike. No, Mike and Kate, Kate plus, plus hate. hate. Uh, that was on Sunday. I got a chance to uh, catch a good bit of it. I caught the entire second match. And uh, not to keep you in suspense, uh, Kate Hall de- demolished Mike Dentali. And uh, it wasn't even close. And I tell you what, not that Kate is the greatest player who ever lived, but Mike Dentali is terrible. <laughs> and this comes from a guy who does knows nothing about playing good poker, uh, myself. In fact, uh, I just mentioned that uh, Big Dave's Donkey Poker Tour uh, continues this Sunday with an, <laughs> with an appearance up at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. I'm going to be playing in the uh, which one? the Tyler McClellan Foundation Tyler's oh, Team Tournament, which is right. Sunday. Have the, the, the charity event there. Yeah, this, this, uh, starts at noon. We'll get into some of that. In fact, uh, I'm hoping Kevin calls in and we'll uh, try to get him on the show. Kevin McClellan. Uh, this tournament is now in its seventh year, but we'll save that for a little later. And uh, start off our conversation about uh, uh, Hall and Dentali. Uh, Joe, you looked a little bit at some of the results I showed you before the show. It was pretty interesting. I thought I had missed it again. As uh, I noticed on Sunday afternoon, it was nearing 6 o'clock. It was supposed to start at 3.30 up in uh, Philadelphia at the Sugar House Casino. I thought, oh, I think I missed it. Well, I don't know if they started on time or not, but they were in between matches when I tuned it in, and I did catch the entire second match. It was best two out of three, both players putting up 15,000, uh, the winner walking away with 45,000. Uh, 100 big blinds deep uh, to start off, uh, blinds at 75 and 150, and uh, Kate Hall was a slight favorite. I think she was one. 135 to 100. Yeah, that, that, those were the odds that we mentioned last week, Dave. She was, and I guess know. there's a place you can actually put bets on now. Started by uh, Timex McDonald, started a site called uh, Poker PokerShares.com that I think you can actually bet on matches and stuff. Anyway, there was a lot of discussion. And I know that Dentali bet 10,000 on himself. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what to say about this guy except that. He's kind of, if you lump people into uh, generalizations, he's like uh, he's like your basic New Jersey meathead uh, musclehead. Well, listen, <laughs> I take it, I'm taking a lot of offense to, to, to using my, my my home state of New Jersey as, as a meathead. I know we got I know we, you know I know we, got, I know, I know we got the Jersey Shore guys that don't don't make us don't put us in the most flattering light. But uh, is he from New Jersey? Yeah. All right. Well, then I, I, I'm not then, I, then I guess yeah. I'm not we talking do, about listen, you. Listen, I know, no, and, but, but I know true. you've met a million guys yes, like this. I, yes, I have. Yes, I have. And uh, <laughs> and even while getting his ass kicked, from what I read, he still wasn't even given her her. Well, her, that was her, the her thing. Produce. I mean, he's just not a nice person uh, to start off with. He could have been a little more gracious. Uh, in the Donald Trump tradition, he refused to admit that he did anything wrong. He has no clue, no self-awareness about his game. 
And uh, there were so many hands. Uh, Doug Polk, who is a who is a great poker player and uh, really picking up uh, publicity-wise uh, with his uh, site Upswing Poker and his teaching techniques, won a bracelet last summer. And Sean Deeb, who's won a couple of bracelets in his career uh, and also is seen quite a bit on Poker Night in America and very well-known, good player in, in pretty much all kinds of games. They were the two commentators. And Dee was especially rough on Dentali, just said, uh, this guy is playing terrible. And whether people like him or not, I don't know. But, I mean, he has a family. He's married with a, a two or three kids. And, uh, you know, you don't think he would fall into that category, but he's the kind of guy who will show I sure sure hope he doesn't have any daughters because, you know, he was very (laughs) disrespectful. He was. And he he shows up at the table, not for this particular event, but he'll be the guy with the the tank top, you know, guns blazing, and a baseball hat and everything, which is okay. How how old is he? He's probably, I would guess, around 30. Okay. What has he won that he was Nothing. able to, to, you know, to, to generate this kind of, uh, Nothing. you know, publicity? Just, just and to out of big mouth, you know. Hall. I mean, Kate, Kate, the whole thing started for, for a little background on the match for anybody who hasn't heard, hasn't followed it, doesn't really care about it. Uh, I guess it was a there was a tournament out uh, in December at, uh, uh, I think it was Bellagio, a five diamond classic. And she played a hand against Barry Hutter and called off 80 big blinds with ace-10. And he had pocket jacks. She ended up losing. And she knew she made a bad play. And she put, went on Twitter and said, uh, uh, you know, there was, she was uh, wondering about, you know, what well, people would think listen, of her and that sort of thing. But she also, you know, put a thing in there. I know there was another player who questioned, you know, uh, you know, throwing away 80 big blinds on an ace-10 suited. But, right. you know, without us, all of us being there and seeing how this particular player was playing, you know, you know, she, she could have had him dominated, even though, you know, it's, it's very unlikely if it's gotten to that point unless he re- he picked up something on her. But, you know... Um, yeah, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to throw away eighty big blinds, right? You know, with an ace ten suited once you've gotten well, raised to. You know, whether it was whether it was a good play or not, she's she's had a breakout year in two thousand sixteen. She finished third in Aussie Millions. Uh, she has uh, gone pretty deep in a lot of tournaments, and she she's very outspoken. There's no question about it on Twitter, and she's a liberal and ripped Donald Trump throughout the campaign. Uh, and I guess Dentali is a big fan of. Uh, Trump. Anyway, uh, you know, obviously he didn't like each other, like her anyway. Uh, he insulted her game. He even referred to her as a crackhead on Twitter, you know. And so it was nasty, and uh, it went uh, to a heads-up challenge that Kate challenged him to a match. And uh, Matt Glantz, our, our friend of the show, uh, who was before at Parks, now is at Sugar House, uh, kind of facilitated the whole thing, set up the match, uh, worked in Poker Night in America to show, uh, to televise it, uh, live stream it on on Twitch, and it was really a pretty cool setup. And it even pre- it even preceded the setup of the Stacy Madison William Kasuf heads up match. But uh, this is, in fact, this one was probably a lot more uh, you know anticipated by a lot of people. There was a lot of stuff on Twitter and and that sort of thing, and it came into the men versus women uh, argument that we've always lamented for a long time. Dan Bilzerian popped in and said uh, women can't play poker and this and that, uh, you know. 
And so I, I wondered once they got to it, similar to Stacy and, and Will Kasuf, that things would be uh, rather cordial and they would play and, uh, you know, I don't know who would win. But it, it really didn't stay like that because uh, Dentali, uh, even though he was getting destroyed, absolutely destroyed. Yeah, he, just, he, he decided not to act like a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. And, and he kept saying, you are so bad. You know, you just, you're just getting smacked with a deck, you know, and uh, you're getting so much better cards than me and this and that. And that's probably, it was it was somewhat true. I mean, he she probably got better cards than him, but not not, not tremendous not, amount. Well, let me tell you. Not by a tremendous got, amount. From the hands that I read, because I did not see it, but from the many hands that I read, you know, she got it in, at least the ones that were published, uh, worse than, than he did. He She just got a lot of favorable flops. She got good flops, and she flopped a lot of top pair, and uh, she did well with the cards. But so what, she, what she did, what I love what she did, was she, after she nailed these flops, she was able to extract uh, oh, a yeah. maximum amount out of out of Dentali, you know. I mean, Devin Poker looking at some of these hands, and they're going, he called with that? You know, yeah. they can't it, believe it. It doesn't make it. I mean, the the hands that that were that I saw read that were published, just you know, I couldn't understand that he kept going. Well, let's let's give you let's give you an example, okay? Uh, the very first hand of the very first match, Hall raised with with uh, ten eight suited, ten eight of spades. She raised to four hundred. Dentali called with queen five offsuit. He had a queen of spades. He checked the turn, or, or I'm, I'm sorry, he checked the flop. The flop was seven of spades, eight of clubs, eight of diamonds. So she's already flopped top set, you know, in complete control. She bets 500. He calls. Then he leads out for 1,000 after a two of hearts on the, on the turn. So he's got absolutely diddly squat. And uh, Hall calls him with the, calls the 1,000. Queen on the river completes the board. Now Dentali's in trouble because he gets probably the worst card that he could possibly get. It leads out for two thousand, and she calls, so she wins the hand with I'm the with the trip she eights. Didn't raise that yeah, me there, too. Because I think I would have raised that. If me I too. Was but saying. the very first hand, you know, you don't want to go crazy and lose, you know, chips in case he's, you know, well, got pocket queens or something. I I think I I think I would have put a lot more pressure on him, and he would have probably paid you off too. Yeah. You know. But she got some good hands. Uh, she had one hand. She had uh, she she opened from the button uh, with ace four of clubs. He defended the big blind with uh, eight seven offsuit. Uh, the flop was deuce of diamonds, ten of diamonds, two of clubs. And Kate let out for five hundred uh, after the eight appeared on the turn. Uh, so Dentali has the best hand going into the river, but uh, she pairs her ace on the river and. Uh, uh, she bets nine nine hundred, and he he calls. <laughs> so well, you know, there listen, was just because the ace came out doesn't mean she has it. No, no, of up. course not. Of you course know, not. he his mistake was not putting pressure on her when the eight hit the board. You know, right? He, you know, again, when your head's up like that, uh, any pair is usually a very strong hand. So, but there wasn't a tremendous amount of uh, table chatter from her at all. He is talking uh, all the time. Uh, you know, saying how bad she is and, and stuff like that. Finally, she just said, uh, you know, uh, she's up with like three to one chip advantage, and she says, "Is that how you play uh, when you're not on tilt?" And he says, "What? What do you mean?" He said, "Well, I assumed you were on crazy tilt already." He goes, "When?" She goes, "For the last hour." 
Yeah. And he said, well, what would make you think that? You are very bad at verbal sparring. And, uh, you know, he also said to her, uh, you know, you are just so bad. He said, there are a lot of girls who have earned my respect, but you will always suck. Uh, he goes, especially in my eyes. Uh, a good player. You, you know, woman, how, it's not you know you. how ridiculous that looks when she's yeah. kicking your ass oh, on, on the poker table. That that that, that the, those words have a lot of weight when you're getting your ass kicked, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, when they were in the, in the second match in the final hand, I was watching. Then he was uh, he was down to uh, five thousand in chips. She had twenty five thousand, basically. Uh, opened for three hundred with pocket kings. He, yeah, this this he is has, a hand he's not going to be able to get away with. He has ace deuce offsuit. The flop is ace five king. So she she triples up. She she flops trips. Uh, he did pair his ace, and uh, Deep just said right then, "This is that's it. <laughs> this is going to be the end of the match." Oh, of so, course you can. You're not expecting her to. You know, you're figuring your ace is good at that point. Your pair of aces is good. So he leads out for four hundred. Uh, Kate calls him uh, eight of hearts on the turn, uh, which means Dentali's drawing dead. And then uh, he checks. Hall uh, bets thirteen hundred. He's down to about uh, I think twenty five hundred or something. But oh, he had about four thousand then. So he moves all in with his remaining stack, and she calls immediately. Snap calls, and uh, obviously she's already got the hand. But then a king comes on the river. They oh, just, just for fun. So she, so quads. So then he makes a big deal about how great cards she got, and she got quads. That's how she beats me with quads and everything. But it's ridiculous because he already had lost a hand and was completely, uh, it was a complete joke. And he had a lot of people supporting him, uh, you know. And he did apologize to them for the way he played, and not really that he played badly, he but that he didn't win. Apologized to Kate. Yeah, exactly. And said, uh, "I think I put my foot in my mouth. You know, uh, I apologize." You're a lot better poker player than I thought you were, but, uh, you know, hey, listen, being a good sport and being a gracious loser, you know, so, sometimes sometimes those, those, those qualities aren't in certain people. Yeah. But I haven't seen too much uh, about it since then, uh, just one or two articles, and, uh, you know, I guess that will be some of the talk out this summer. Why, but what, why, what should, why should there be a lot of talk about this? It's a player who I've asked, I, you'll forgive me because I don't know what his history has been, but it's a player who really hasn't done a whole lot, who made a comment, got somebody to respond to it, and, you know, the results went the way that the most most of the poker world thought it was going to go. Yeah. Okay. And, and whether you, you care about women in poker or not, of course, we are big supporters of women uh, learning the game and getting more women involved. So, uh, obviously, we're happy about it. Uh, you know, his friends are obviously disappointed, but... Uh, you know, I don't know if it, this has any long-lasting ramifications, but it just certainly shows that, uh, you know, that it's it's a pretty equal game as far as men versus women. And, uh, you know, to, to treat uh, people like that and to continue to cajole them and, and run them down at the table didn't do himself any favors. No. And, you know, it'd be real nice to say that, you know, he's the exception to the rule, okay, uh, that you know, very few people do that, but unfortunately, we've discussed that many times on the show, Dave. Where, you know, this type of treatment of women and you know this type of verbal sparring going back and forth, 
happens way too many times. Yeah. I guess the male ego just can't take uh, that they're getting <laughs> their asses kicked by uh, by a female. Well, I'm curious to talk to some people out at the Hard Rock this week. Uh, the Seminole Hard Rock Showdown is underway. Uh, they actually have a ladies' event this evening. Uh, may swing by there just to to see who's playing. Uh, and just kind of talk to a couple of people. I'm just curious about uh, the response and that sort of thing. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the main event for the Seminole Hard Rock uh, starts on the 31st of March. I'll be going uh, off and on to some of the events out there. Also, the uh, Tournament of Champions will be April 7th through the 9th, which uh, brings back uh, all former champions with a $15,000 buy-in, and that will be televised later on for uh TV for the World Poker Tour. Uh, they just named today their uh, big sponsor, sponsor, Monster Headphones, is back to uh, to sponsor the tournament. So we'll mention some of that a little bit later. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening out there. But there's a few events already in the books and a uh, great event. So I'm just kind of curious as to uh, what the response around the poker world is going to be when I talk to some people in, in person. Well, as always, I believe those interviews are going to be very, very interesting. <laughs> For sure. So we'll get some of that on next week uh, after we talk to some people, and uh, uh, certainly we'll get to some of that. So uh, that wraps that up. We've been looking forward to it for a couple of months, and uh, certainly – I find it interesting. I know a lot of people said there was no reason to uh, have that much <laughs> interest in it, but uh, hey, I'm glad she won. Yeah, well, listen, you know, when you got a big mouth and you know uh, <laughs> a person, a person of his personality talking all that garbage, uh, you know, you you kind of hope that he that he you know that, that his opponent that Kate would kick his ass, and you know, I'm very happy that she did. You know, again. From the standpoint of uh, you and I have discussed many times here how much we want to see women growing in in poker. And, you know, their numbers have to grow up there. And, unfortunately, when you deal with people like like Mike Dentali and his, his, you know, way of thinking, we have a lot of that down here with the machismo here in South Florida. I'm sure it's the same problem elsewhere, you know. We've got to try to champion the cause of women coming Absolutely. back and getting rid of people like this out of, out, of, out of the poker rooms. Absolutely. Well, we'll get you caught up on some of the things happening around the country uh, with uh, uh, online poker and what will have, may happen this year, 2017. Uh, of course, the World Series uh, not too far around the corner. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, talking with uh, some of the managers of the, of the uh, World Series of Poker. Uh, they always do a, a big uh, uh, conference call, a press conference, uh, which should be coming up uh, not too long, and we'll hear a little bit from some of the people and kind of wondering who will show up this year. Last year we saw uh, uh, Jesus Ferguson and Howard Lederer show up for the first time in many years, uh, Phil Ivey playing a few events, and uh, some other people just uh, disappearing off the face of the earth. So, uh uh, kind of interesting to see who will be there this year, whether Fader Holtz will follow up on his uh, basically uh, retirement. I've seen him back in the news talking about he has a new project he's working on that he hasn't really released the details on, but really might do it out there and, and have some interesting stuff. Uh, people moving on, obviously Jason Somerville with his great uh, work on Twitch, uh, Doug Polk with Upswing Poker, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to some of the, all these people out there. Well, that's, it, it should be very interesting. Yeah, it should days. be great. Okay, let's take our first break on the program. Uh, we'll get to some results and some uh, events upcoming and talk about uh, 
Uh, a little bit about online poker as well. I got an article I want to discuss, and uh, we'll get to that when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line. You can always find the show on on uh, Stitcher. You can find it on the uh, Poker Fuse podcast page. Uh, SoundCloud is a new place to find it. That's a big uh, uh, application that we uh, really encourage you to download. Of course, iTunes still around, big part on iTunes. Or you can go to our website, PokerActionLine.com, and check out some of the previous shows. Uh, we always load those up there on Podbean, and uh, you can listen to those at any time as well. So we'll be back with more of the show when we return. Uh, you're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll see you in just around the corner. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? Yeah, one second I'm having a smoke taken into view. Next thing I know, I am face to face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. This is Poker Action Line. I don't mind people evolving on, on a position. I, I think that if you're not evolving constantly, then in my view, you're, you're, you're dying intellectually. We are all evolving to various positions. Uh, anybody that says, oh, my mind's made up about everything, and I'm never going to change my mind about anything, that, that's a person that's not living. And, and my, my, my thing about my blog, I, I'll pitch this just a little bit, my blog is really not about Noah Dalla knowing all the answers. It's about, this is what I think now, and this is really what I'm passionate about, but you know what? Somebody can show me some compelling evidence it could change my opinion. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about discovery. It's about the quest for truth. It's about being more aware of what's going on in the world. Our good friend Nolan Dalla. Uh, haven't seen much of Nolan lately. He's kind of, uh, I think, uh, kind of backing off from poker a little bit from what I've seen. Uh, kind of lost some of the desire. Of course, he had the, the tough uh, run-in uh, last year with uh, Jacqueline Moscow that uh, got a lot of publicity. Uh, funny that... Uh, Mentioning that, you, know, mentioning you, you didn't Moscow. know, but uh, you called me the other day and said that, uh, guess who, who uh, was interested in starting a game at our poker room in uh, Dania, and it was Jacqueline Moscow. Yeah, it was so nice, and it was so funny because the, the, our young brush says, Joe, somebody who's looking to start a game, and I, like an idiot, uh, I will admit this on the air, assumed it was a male. <laughs> so I pick up, I get the phone, I go, yes, sir, how can I help you? And I said, it's, I'm, oh, it's not a sir. My name is Jacqueline, Jacqueline Moscow. And I go, I apologize. And, uh, you know, I apologize profusely, told her, I said, oh, listen, 
I'm a father of three girls, so I shouldn't have assumed that. I made an ass out of myself, but uh, she was very gracious on the phone, very nice. And, yeah, nice person. Uh, talked to me. I didn't know, but, but I, I guess she must play in this game on Wednesdays, which is our night to do the show, and I'm off from, from work over there. But she's played in one of the private games there that's uh, run by this gentleman, and the game runs late. Uh-huh. So she says, oh, no, you know, I've played. Your room is beautiful. You know, it's so spacious. It's nice. And, you know, I'd love to have, you know, run a game over there. So uh, I got her information and uh, passed it along to my boss. And uh, that's, you know, hope- hopefully she'll she'll be bringing a, a game over there. It would be real nice to see her there. And. And like I said, she was she was sweet as pie on the phone. Yeah. Well, it, just bring that up because uh, Nolan, I think, has uh, kind of stepped back. And whether that was the cause of it or not, uh, pro- probably not. I, I well, do know that well, he... Well, I, I sure couldn't have helped. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm curious as to see if he's one of the people who's here this week because he, uh, I think, has backed off some of his work with Poker Night in America as well. And I, I'm not sure if he's even with them, so I'm going to look into that and find out. But... Uh, still a great guy, and you know whether he made a mistake uh, in a drunken uh, situation uh, and uh, insulted somebody. I mean, you know, you know, there's a lot of talk on whether it was true or not, whether it happened how she said, or uh, whether there were other things behind the scene about her playing on the program and what happened to her. Uh, so it was just kind of a bad situation all the yes, way around. This just seems like it's it's. Kind of is going to meet somewhere in the middle would be yeah. my guess. You well, know, uh, it's basically a non-story now. No it, it is, but uh, you know, I, I still read Nolan's uh, blog once in a while, and uh, I know that he had. Uh, I told you this on the phone the other day. I know he had a big bet on the under in the Super Bowl, which uh, you know was obviously twenty-eight to three late in the third quarter, and uh, looked like it was going way under. The total was fifty-nine and a half. And, uh, of course, as we know, the Patriots came back, tied the game at 28, and still that's 56. So if a team wins by a field goal, right. uh, it's still under. But the Patriots scored the touchdown and sent it over. You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, we asked Nolan, once the Patriots tied that game he up, knew he, was gonna lose he knew he was going to lose. You just, you know, when you gamble on sports like that in certain situations and you've controlled one side or the other, and yeah, but the other team comes back. You're like saying to yourself, "Yeah, I know I could still cover with a three, but it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to get somebody's going to get a touchdown. As long as you still got a chance, I think you're always, there's always hope." So. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's another interesting sidebar for me as I go to cover this tournament again in the, over the next uh, week or two. Well, so. listen, Phil, Phil Ivy, Phil Ivy could tell uh, Nolan a little secret about a Super Bowl bet. I don't know if you remember, Phil Ivy had. Over half a million dollars wagered on the under. I'm sorry, not on the under. On Arizona. Remember when Arizona and Pittsburgh played oh, in the yeah. Super Bowl? Yeah, that was. And and he was getting I don't know how many points it was. Either they get a field goal, the touchdown, they were on the one or two yard line, and it doesn't matter, or they don't score. He wins as long as Pittsburgh doesn't score. And uh, was it James Harrison ran ran it all the way back for the yeah, touchdown? At the end of the first half. Right? So yeah. He, you know, no. And really, I don't believe still to this day, believe he actually scored on that play. You don't think he got in the no, end zone? No. Oh, okay. Uh, my, mine's, my, my eyesight saw him get in there. <laughs> depends on how you're, viewing, how you're viewing the game. And, and I had point. no action on the game, so I, I'm being very biased here. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the Seminole Hard Rock. The showdown underway. Uh, events 5 and 6 still going on. 8 is the ladies' match, which started at 6 o'clock tonight, so I'm going to swing by there. And uh, what else we got? Uh, coming up will be the 570, uh, which is a million-dollar guaranteed event. 
with re-entries, a deep stack event. It starts tomorrow, Thursday the 23rd. Uh, six opening sessions, two each on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 11 a.m. and 6 p.m., with day two uh, coming this Sunday. Also on Sunday, I want to mention that Tyler McClellan Foundation Tournament. I don't think Kevin's going to be able to check in with us, but uh, it's the seventh annual event, and we've talked about this on the show many times. It's just a great foundation that Kevin and his wife Karen set up after the death of their son Tyler, uh, who was on a... um, an angel flight over to Tampa with a uh, uh, an elderly woman that was going to have a surgery for cancer. Uh, he actually turned down an opportunity to go with his friends to Disney World that day and yeah, went on. He made a promise. He made a commitment, and unfortunately, three people on the small plane uh, which went down near Tampa, and uh, he was 15 years old and and passed away in that. Uh, immediately in the next week or two, uh, Kevin decided he wanted to set up a foundation to help underprivileged youth in the Palm Beach area, also up in the New England area where he's from. And uh, they have had this uh, charity poker tournament, which grew from about 30 people the first year to well over 100, I think, the last few years. And I will be playing at that. It's this Sunday at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. It's only $50 to buy in. There's $20 rebuys and $10 add-ons. Uh, cards in the air at 1 p.m., but uh, they'll start with a uh, buffet at 12 noon, so I invite you to get there at noon. Uh, very inexpensive, uh, great for inexperienced players, a lot of nice people, a few great players there that uh, that uh, donate their time and will have bounties on their head. They'll pay the top 10% of the field, and the winner will receive the trophy, the silver tournament coin, and the cash prize. And also a buy-in, a 580 buy-in at the World Series of Poker Circuit event next year at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. It's the TylerMcClellanFoundation.org if you want to check it out. Uh, McClellan is spelled M-C-L-E-L-L-A-N. TylerMcClellanFoundation.org for all the information on the tournament. It's grown every year. They have a great uh, 50-50 raffle that uh, draws a lot of excitement. Uh, Tickets for $5 uh, at the site. And uh, a lot of great sponsors uh, for this program, including the Kennel Club, uh, MD Now, uh, we're one of the sponsors, Brews Room, Walmart, uh, Publix, Outback Steakhouse has really uh, helped out. And, uh, you know, it's a great uh, great little tournament. It's this Sunday, uh, March 26th, at the Palm Beach Kennel Club with uh, Cards in the Air at 1 and uh, all the festivities start at 12 noon, so I invite you out to that. Yeah, and it's wonderful how this has grown, as you mentioned, and, you know, still can't believe that, you know, fighting through the grief of losing your son, Kevin, right away, jumped into a cause to honor his son, him and his wife, to honor their, their son, Tyler. Well, what the great thing is, I mean, there's a lot of foundations, there's a lot of charity events, golf events, poker events, uh, bowling, whatever it is. Uh, this particular one is a foundation that... Uh, you know how expensive it is for kids to play sports, and and sports is a great uh, tool to keep kids off the street, to uh, you know teach them things, to uh, grow, uh, and uh, it's just too expensive for some families to afford the, to afford the equipment, the fees, uh, that sort of thing. So this takes care of a lot of that stuff and gets a lot of kids, keeps them off the street, puts them in action, you know, and, and uh, have fun. It's something that most you know, and I hate to say this, being involved in sports and everything, but. I hate to say, but you don't even think about that. You don't you don't think about that because you know when it comes to charity, you're thinking about illnesses and tragedies that have occurred, or you know here and abroad. 
you know, this is a wonderful idea to honor your son. Yeah. And and I'd like to take this moment to also, uh, you know, thank Noah and his staff up there. Yeah, they do a wonderful job. Because they've been putting this on ever since, uh, you know, Kevin put on the first one. And, you know, it's so wonderful for, for, you know, to have a place like that and do that. I remember when we had Kevin on for the first time and I was still running Miami Highlight, we talked about it running a charity event for Tyler down south. Unfortunately, we could never get it together, but, you know, it would have been a great honor for me and for Miami Highlight to have put on a, um, you know, a, a poker event, a charity poker yeah. event for, for, for Kevin's son. Absolutely. Anyway, that's this week, uh, March 26th, 1 p.m. Uh, get there early. Uh, you know, meet some other people. There's been a lot of people that have helped out. Walt Strakowski, uh, uh, I think um, Maurice Hawkins played one year. Abby Daniels has played a few times, and uh, some great people have helped out and, uh, and been involved in the event. So we'll see what happens this year. We'll look for some fun on Sunday. Uh, other thing I want to talk about uh, tonight is uh what's happening at online uh, poker and uh you know we kind of is something happening is yeah. something happening there's things uh, <laughs> there's things happening uh, on the periphery so uh uh I do want to mention a couple things here uh there's a good article on cardplayermagazine.com cardplayer.com uh, and uh talks a little bit about uh you know what's happening and how things look here for 2017 it's amazing joe isn't it that uh you know, uh, 2011 was uh, Black Friday, and here we are six years later coming up on the sixth anniversary. And, uh, you know, we have made some progress over the years, but not for the last two or three years. I mean, obviously, uh, there's online poker in New Jersey and uh, Nevada and Delaware, but really we haven't moved forward since then. And you kind of wonder with a new president, new administration, uh, and unfortunately, uh, the, the guy who... Uh, Engineered Black Friday was Preet Bharara from New York, who actually was in the news in the last couple of weeks when uh, Trump dismissed him. And uh, he said he was treated unfairly, but uh, uh, he was in charge of the Department of Justice out of New York. So, uh, you know, that was where a lot of that started. But uh, uh, who knows what's going to happen now? We know that Mike Pence is not a big fan of online poker. Uh <laughs> that put, putting it mildly, uh, is completely against it. Uh, we don't really know where Trump stands, though. We know Trump is not anti-gambling, obviously his own casinos for many years. Uh, and uh, we look at some of the situations. One is in Pennsylvania, where they actually put it into the state budget that they would uh, make a certain amount of money off online poker. 250 million. Yeah, I crazy. Read that. Yeah. And uh, so what happens now? Uh, they haven't passed it. But they're almost painted into a corner where they have to, so there's a good chance that they're uh, uh, they're top of the list as far as maybe getting it this well, year. Well, let me tell you, that that would be a big step if they could get it, and uh, because they would obviously be the largest state so far to have it with the more population. But, uh, you know, we definitely need to start knocking down some of these states uh, like Domino's, you know, and getting them there. But, uh, you know, I, I guess... You know, to for the states could force the federal government not to get involved in their part because there's already been talk about you know New Jersey and Nevada getting involved in the federal you know uh, you know the the federal government outlaws the the internet poker even though it's already been passed in these yeah and not getting grandfathered exactly. in. that's always a possibility so maybe you know maybe this will get some of the other states if we can get a state like Pennsylvania passed I mean you know obviously. 
The big one is California. If we yeah. can find a way to get that California to get that through, uh, I think you'll start seeing a lot more states fall in line. Well, there's a group of Indian casinos that have been against it. There's a group that have been for it and want to be involved in it. The paramutuals wanted to be involved. They kind of got, I don't know if they really got bought off. I, I mean, that's not, not fair, I guess. But uh, that they were going to get a certain cut of the proceeds in order to kind of not uh, be in opposition of it anymore. Who's so that, the paramutuals? The paramutuals in California, which is the dog tracks and the and the, and the horse tracks mainly. Uh so all that stuff out there, they want a piece of the pie, but you know they'll they'll forego a piece of the pie if they get uh, some nice cash payouts. So yeah, well that, that's still like getting a piece of the pie. It's just uh, <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna you could have been making more or less. So you know if they, if they get a number they're happy with, like I said, we we you know online poker players need the state of California to pass this thing. Anyway, uh, there has been a lot of problems with the, with the different tribes uh, at each other's throats uh, on what they want to do. Uh, one of the big problems in the past has been uh, whether they include Poker Stars as part of that deal. And Poker Stars is in New Jersey, but not in Nevada. So uh, uh, it, it has gone both ways. So we'll see what happens. And there are 111 federally recognized Indian tribes in California. So... They have 60 casinos operating that generate uh, an annual $8 billion in gross revenues. So uh, there's the, the stakes are very high, let's, let's put it that way. Yeah, and can you imagine? I'm, I'm, you know, that's a lot of money, $8 billion. That's a lot of money. And I wonder how much it would be generated, you know, from online poker. It's just... Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, California would be the biggest, no question, of any other state, so we'll have to see. Uh, and that would, would get the ball rolling, no question. Absolutely. And then hopefully hopefully once once we get the majority of the states, uh, you know, then we start worrying about liquidity and trying to get them all to, to play ball very nicely with each other. Yeah. Well, I think we know it's not going to happen in Florida. Uh, the two other states that are uh, ones to watch include Michigan and New York. Uh, there was a state assemblyman named Gary Pretlow that uh, was pub had an interview published in uh, one of the websites that, that talked about how he had a very positive outlook for getting it this year, and uh, that got a lot of people excited. But, uh, you know, it's unlikely that anything will happen this year. There's bills in both the Assembly and the Senate uh, that need to be passed, so that's a big question mark. Michigan uh, has held hearings this year, and... Uh, uh, they say that uh, online gambling would be uh, uh, friendly to the state's casinos, but uh, in the past they have really not uh, acted on it, so we'll see what happens over there. It's also talking Canada, outside the U.S., um, which is a lot of the online sites are won by the Kanawaki tribe outside of Montreal. Uh, there's talk that maybe uh, some rulings could come out that uh, make it a criminal offense, so, um, you know... It's not uh, out of the woods there in Canada. It was a place that a lot of people went to go play online poker for years, uh, Mexico and uh, Canada. But there's no uh, guarantee that that will last forever. So no. we'll, well see. <laughs> then instead of north, we're heading south, boys. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, other news uh, to talk about outside of online poker, uh, there's a... Casino uh, being built in the Boston area, which uh, which is really huge up there. I actually went and saw some of the early uh, uh, building that was going on when I was there last summer, and uh, it's uh, owned by the Wynn Casino, uh, Steve Wynn, and uh, 
they're kind of hedging their bets now. They do want to open a 90-table poker room, so uh, they're looking to uh, make a big splash not only with uh, slot machines and uh, table games, but also with poker. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of tables. Yeah, there's a lot of red tape going on up there. Uh, uh, they've changed their plans a couple of times, deciding now they want to go uh, the convention space uh, as opposed to some of the uh, uh, stores and retail space. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, up and down there. It looks like they're moving forward, but they did come out with a comment uh, last month saying that uh, contingencies that have been set aside for us to cover potential cost overruns or delays could be insufficient to cover the full amount of such uh, overruns or delays. And if they are not, we are not able to, re- and we are not able to recover damages. We may not have the funds required to pay the excess costs, and this project may not be completed. So that's uh, pretty shocking. They also said that uh, according to the agreements with the Massachusetts Gaming Commission that they are required to commence gaming operations at Wynn Boston Harbor by June of 2020. And they said if we cannot meet this deadline that they may suspend or revoke our gaming license. So they're kind of uh, letting people know that if they don't have the support that uh, it may not happen, which is kind of shocking. No, but the support is meaning, isn't it, who, where are they expecting this money They're, to come from? Well, I, they have I, the I mean, money. They, they should have the money. Yeah. So I, I, I you know, listen. Uh, a casino, you know, pleading poverty is <laughs> not going to get the sympathy. I of think too it's, many people. it's they're just throwing it out there to let people know the builders and the contractors and everybody uh, need to do their part to get this thing off on on the right foot. So I, I don't know what that explains. I, I you know, this this. That 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 story makes absolutely no sense to me because you know businesses usually put con- construction companies on deadlines, yeah. and they and they and their and their pay starts getting affected when they're below that. I I you know I don't think I've ever heard of a story like this before, unless they were having uh, you know um, zoning issues <laughs> with the city. You know, what, delays? What kind of delays? Tell us what the delays are because I can't believe they don't have the money to finish the damn project. And, and after investing so much money, if if you lose that license come June 20, what is it, three years from, from this June to finish yeah. that job? Yeah, damn, exactly. they put up casinos in, 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 in less than half that time in Vegas. So, Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, one final point, uh, news item that I went over this week uh, was uh, what's happening up in New York as far as uh, uh, live poker. And uh, there's really been a lot of gambling expansion. One of their newest casinos in the state of New York, which is in uh, Schenectady County, uh, the Rivers Casino up there, has uh, now has the green light to start having poker tournaments. Uh, they only have a 15-table room, so I guess it's not going to be a huge place, but... Uh, uh, the casino opened uh, in uh, February, and uh, they are now starting to schedule some poker tournaments. So uh, we'll see a little bit of action up there. Whether we'll see anything really big, it's uh, also uh, kind of uh, unexpe- un- undetermined at this point. But uh, there's also uh, places, uh, a 12-table room at Del Lago in Seneca County, and a 12-table poker room that opened in December at Tioga Downs in Tioga County. So... Um, it's kind of spreading out around the state there. For one point, everybody had to drive to uh, Connecticut, to the Foxwoods and the uh, Mohegan Sun uh, from New York and from uh, Boston and from uh, all places in the yeah, Northeast. Well, in now New York, in New York City, you had a decision to make, either Connecticut or, or, 
or AC. So. Right, right. So anyway, we'll keep you up posted on what we hear about that. But uh, there is some expansion and some things happening around the country, not only online but uh, in live poker rooms here. Uh, nothing new on the state of Florida. We'll be looking at uh, their what legislature. A yeah, it's. Uh, We'll have to see what's going to happen there. I know that uh, I did want to mention Best Bet Jacksonville uh, tried to make an end run around uh, the state uh, and wanted to offer slots alongside their poker up there. Obviously, they do very well with poker, but um, they had a plan they released that uh, the uh, they would have 2,000 slot machines ready to go if they could get that put in. Um, they have set over 70 poker tables, but they had a referendum back in November where the Duval County voters approved an amendment, and uh, they said, well, since they approved it, why can't we go ahead and do that? But the state actually uh, used their power to block the move, and uh, you know, only something happening with the Senate uh, bill that's uh, kind of pro-expansion well, of West gambling. West Palm Beach did the same thing right, for the right. Palm Beach Kennel Club, and right. I'm sure, you know, the... the this is, I think, Tampa also, right? The, the, what's, the what's the county uh, up there? Uh, Hillsborough County. Hillsborough County. I don't think that they... They didn't pass it? No, I, thought I don't they believe had passed so. It. I don't believe so. There was a lot of counties. But there were a lot of counties up north in the that, Panhandle that passed Yeah, it. that also passed, which and is more shocking than and anything else. And I else. think over in the Naples-Fort Myers area, I think it was passed. So, so you know... You know. We'll have to see what happens. People definitely want it. Uh, you know, who knows why these, some of these uh, state legislators won't get off their butt and do something. I know that money's pouring in from the from the Seminole tribe and that they don't want a lot of competition in all their places. But, uh, you know, it's just going to just a, we've well, always said this. It's just going to be listen, a matter of time. The, the, the leg they've always stood on is saying that the voters have said no. Well, you know, they, they can't say that anymore. You know, in these counties, the voters voted for it, yeah. and that they want that amendment made and the change in the laws to allow that to. So, what you know, what are they hanging their hats on? You know, their yeah. their high morals were, oh, you know, the people of the state of Florida don't want this. Well, hey, now now a lot of them for individual counties are telling you, uh, yes, we do. Yeah, exactly. yes, we do. Get off your ass and do something. Okay, let's take our final break on the show. We did want to come back and talk a little bit about the global poker. We, we talked about it last week, and some news came out this week. You know, we were wondering what's happening. So I found out a little bit about what is happening and what's not happening, and uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. A few other things to discuss as well. Uh, you're listening to Poker Action Line. A good place to pick up the show is on the Hold'em Radio Network, which is uh, usually on Friday nights. You can hear the first showing each week. Uh, 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So check out Hold'emRadio.com. We've done a great job of uh, getting our show out there a little bit. Uh, a lot of times we'll follow the Annie Up Show, the friends of mine from the west coast of Florida that I've been writing for for about three years, uh, Annie Up Magazine. Uh, they have a, a show that's been on for like uh, 10 years now, I think. Uh, we're on for seven now, so uh, they've been around for a while. They're, they're, I think, celebrating 10 or 11 years on the air. So anyway, uh, check it out, hold'emradio.com, with all the other places I mentioned, including our website, pokeractionline.com. We'll be back with more on the show. After these messages, we'll be back. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. 
You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer could purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Tuesday nights on WFO Radio are all about Nitro. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the live edition of NHRA Tuesday Nitro. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally every Tuesday night following NHRA national events. Tony Schumacher. Tony, welcome back. Love being on the show because it usually meant. So we did something absolutely amazing. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime at WFORadio.com. Back in the show, final segment of the show. And, uh, appreciate you sticking around, listening up. Uh, we will have uh, more interviews in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I know I'm always saying that, but uh, uh, obviously when the... Uh, when the circus comes to town, you get a chance to interview uh, the elephants and the. Uh, I was going to say, I was. I say, <laughs> at least I'll say the clowns. <laughs> Siegfried and Roy. Uh, there is no elephants anymore. That's right. There's no more elephants. So. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, no more. Sorry, that's right. Ringling Brothers uh, closed down. <laughs> that's right. But uh, Three Ring Circus uh, is uh, over at the Seminole Hard Rock. I did want to mention uh, a few things when we, as we wind down the program. Uh, what the uh, upcoming schedule is for that. The uh, Jason Taylor Foundation Tournament, WPT Foundation uh, Charity Event, is, is March 29th. Then the showdown, the main event, starts. It's just one day, actually, so it ends on, uh, uh, actually ends on the 5th uh, because they take a couple days off after they reach their final table. Uh, what happens is uh, day one uh, with revise, $2 million guarantee, starts on Friday, March 31st. Day two is the first. Day three is the second. And then they'll take a couple days off as they uh, get underway with the finale event that starts on Sunday. That's uh, also a $2 million guarantee with a 10000 buy-in. And that will be uh, day one on uh, the 2nd of April. Uh, day two on the third, day three on the fourth. So you can play in both events, uh, and that has always been one of the problems that some of these events over, overlapped a little bit, and some people were unhappy. But their final table will be streamed on April 6th. So the fifth is the showdown. The sixth is the uh, stream final table for the finale. And then uh, the very next day kicks off the uh, the uh, Monster uh, WPT Tournament of Champions. That will be Friday, April 7th at 12 noon, $15,000 buy-in. 
And these are all just one day uh, of uh, opening sessions. So uh, a lot of money to cover and a lot of people to get in there in a large event. That will be uh, day two on Saturday, the 8th, and then the uh, final table, which will be shot for television in Hard Rock Live, is on uh, Sunday, April 9th. So a whole couple of weeks of action down here that, uh, again, South Florida is going to be the uh, the center of attention. Yeah, well, <laughs> that happens, what, two or three times a year now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the uh, circuit event, uh, circuit is being played in Tulsa right now uh, at the Hard Rock in Tulsa. And uh, still a couple of days uh, before their main event kicks around. But uh, uh, after Tulsa, the circuit moves March 30th to April 10th at Council Bluffs, uh, one of Joe's stomping grounds. And uh, after that, they will move to Harris in Cherokee, North Carolina. Uh, the Horseshoe in Baltimore will uh, take place April 27th through the 8th, and then May 11th through the 22nd is New Orleans. So a uh, great schedule continues to roll on with the WPT circuit. And uh, that kind of gets you up to date on what's going on. I do know that Mike Del Vecchio uh, was the champion. He defeated uh, Sorel Mizzy head-to-head. Oh. So that's a pretty good accomplishment there. Uh, when we were on, I think they were down to three players, Mizzy and Stephen Tab and Del Vecchio. Uh, but the winner is Del Vecchio had a big chip lead and cashed it in, winning 284000 out there in the Sacramento area, the close of the California Swing. Uh, Mizzy collects 190k. Uh, Steve Tab 122. John Hadley, Olivia Bousquet, and Olivier Bousquet and uh, Connor Drynan round out, out the final table, and that uh, finished up last week. Uh, I guess that was on the 16th of March, which was uh, last Thursday. Was the final table there? So uh, that updates you on uh, everything there. Uh, locally here in South Florida, there's. Uh, People prepping to uh, play in the World Series of Poker. Uh, I, I saw an interesting article that, uh, you know, kind of what what do you decide on what to play? And uh, it was an article by Ashley Adams. Uh, and it had some interesting stuff in it about uh, decisions that you might like to make if you were heading out to the series. And I thought I would quickly run that down a little bit for a couple of minutes. Uh, uh, if you have a certain... Uh, if you have a certain uh, bankroll of, say, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000, that sort of thing, uh, what tournaments do you decide to play? There's so many opportunities out there. I mean, you've got the $1,000 tournaments, the 1500 and uh, the uh, cash games, the nightly tournaments, and that sort of thing uh, going on. So uh, I did want to mention that briefly. Uh, just, just, just your thoughts, and we'll get into more of this next week. I think we need more time to get into that, but... Uh, if you were to go out to the World Series, would it just be the main event that you would concentrate on if you were somehow able to uh, satellite in or, or get a buy-in? Well, it all, it all depends, I would imagine, on your bankroll, the time that you have set aside for this because, you know, you've got jobs, obligations mm-hmm. at home, um, how you intend. Like you said now, satellites. Am I going to play a bunch of satellites and hope that I can, you know, win one of them and, and get my entrance into the main event? Do I have the time to put into the main event? Think about the main event. If you're lucky enough to get down to those final three tables, you know, you're looking at a, a week's worth of playing poker. Of a lot of poker. And then having to having the well, uh, the commitment coming back if you make the final table isn't that hard. But I, I guess the question I'm asking to you is, 
your dream has always been to play in a main event, but now has things changed? Uh, would you like to go I and play seven-card stud I or something? I would, first of all, let, let me clear, yes. Uh, you know, the main event is obviously the, you know, the, the, the holy grail. Want, the holy grail that you want to go for. You know, at our age now, Dave, you know, uh, going through everything I've gone through in my life, playing the poker that, that I've enjoyed playing privately and everything else, I would just love, since I haven't had the experience because of my work and my family commitments, is to play in a tournament. And believe it or not, I'm, I've already discussed this at home. I'm actually hoping to get into the seniors event next year. I'm going to, okay. you know, I'm trying to plan it out to see how many days it is. Again, if I was a 20, 30 years younger and I'm looking to do this, you know, I, I, as a matter of fact, I heard a bunch of the young guys who were playing in the, these, or, you know, high-orbit games that they play now at Dania um, talking about, well, this year I'm not going for the whole six, seven weeks. It's a grind. I would imagine people in our age group, you know, that, that if you're not in your early to mid-late 20s and have a backer, you kind of look at the schedule, pick out, the one or two tournaments, see how they how they break down, what time they start, you know, how many days is the tournament going to last. Find, get information on the satellites, obviously make your room reservations, and then plan it that way. You know, I don't think, even though I, I know in my mind I could say yes, you know, I know I couldn't go back to back to back to back to back tournaments. Yeah. My, my age now, I just I, play like 30, I, as like much 30, as like my, Jason Mercy. Yeah, my mind, my mind would say you can definitely do that. That ain't nothing, but my body will kick me in the yeah. ass and tell me yeah, I can't sure. do that. So guess what? Um, plan it. I'm, like, that's what I'm hoping to do for next year. Plan the the senior event. You know, now that that I have to admit that I'm over 55, uh, maybe plan a you know a $1,500 buy-in or the 888. You know, see see how they see how they coordinate with each other to see how much time I need to spend over there and and everything else and and then while you're out there maybe say you get knocked out you got a backup plan where you play uh, maybe some uh, satellites for the main and then maybe try to score in that way. Not only that, but also you know from everybody that I know that has gone the the cash games are yeah. are very rich over there. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of people in town that that are playing poker. So hopefully. You can plan something along those lines. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, interesting article by Ashley Adams, and uh, check that out, and we'll uh, kind of run down some of those things you need to prepare for, which is uh, some great advice as we get closer to uh, this year's WSOP. Seven weeks starting May 30th. So uh, I did tease the poker uh, Global Poker League before the break, and uh, I did want to mention there's a story that came out uh, on Sunday that uh, talked about some of their plans. Uh, there has been no mention of a Season 2. I, I think that still is on the books, but so far they haven't moved forward th with that. There has been no draft. There has been uh, no uh, realignment of the schedule. But, of course... Uh, so what was? So how did they come in the news? They just Well, they came in the news by, by saying that they have reached an agreement with uh, uh, a company called Zhuzhong Zhoi, uh, a company from Beijing, that uh, we'll have uh, they'll have an event called or an eight team GPL China. So they're kind of going in that direction. Whether they come back and do a worldwide one or not, uh, they are also talking about a heads up challenge in France, uh, possibly rolling out GPL in India or Latin America also. So they always want to say they want to connect with poker fans, but 
the uh, the point is that they bring these things up, and it makes it you know not seem as bad that they haven't mentioned a, a year two. Uh, it was just December where they finished up uh, season one. Montreal Nationals defeating the Berlin Bears six to five in the eleven game uh, matchup in the finals. But there has been nothing. Uh, Dreyfus did say that quote there were issues with the inaugural season, as if we didn't know. Uh, he said in no way did we envision the season going nine months long, and said that he wants a shorter season and is working toward that goal. So the fact whether they'll have it here in 2017. Uh, is up in the air. There were some great things. The cube was very interesting. Uh, people I love the draft. People did not like the uh, the online play, which they didn't expect when it came out. Um, the summer series, uh, in conjunction with the World Series, uh, went off pretty well. Uh, so they're not idle. They're not doing nothing. But they are looking elsewhere to make some inroads, including India, which is uh, just a huge well. company <laughs> country that uh, has so many people. They do and have the name global in there. <laughs> yeah, and title. obviously China is, is obviously a market that they want to expand in. So uh, there hadn't been any word at all out of them for a while. There was nothing said during the American Poker Awards. And we, uh, we asked about it last week. So immediately something came out uh, over the weekend that says they are – Maybe changing directions, but may still have a second season, and it's uh, up for question whether it would last this year. But if they want to shorten the season, and they just finished in December, there's no reason to get it kicked off here in uh, April. No, uh, but you better start generating some interest in it. Yeah, absolutely. Or else you're not going to get any advertisers. Well, and, I think they'll know. do that this summer out in Vegas. So we'll see what happens. Sponsors. We'll see what happens. Anyway, that's going to do it for the show tonight. Uh, Joe, thank you. Uh, uh, let us know what's going on over at Daniel right now. Well, you know, listen, right now, right now, uh, you know, the promotions are, are uh, status quo from last month. The only difference is they've kind of, they we're retooling Sunday. And uh, what we were doing wasn't working. And they're coming out with a very interesting idea. As soon as, I, I'm almost certain that it's going to occur starting the first Sunday of, of April. Uh, but I'll probably have some more information on that next week. Okay. So, so a few tournaments here and there. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, listen, you know, with the the, the we have become the free war, free roll tournament, uh, you know, here in, in South Florida. I, I think we've taken that title away from from Mardi Gras that was running all those free rolls, but we're running a three thousand dollar free roll on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays a four thousand, and then on Fridays a ten thousand dollar free roll. Okay. So. And then as we close, I just want to mention once again the uh, Tyler McClellan Foundation event. Tyler's team seventh year uh, at the Palm Beach Kennel Club this Sunday, March the twenty sixth. If you uh, hear the show before then and you don't have anything to do on Sunday, stop by. It's a great tournament, $50 buy-in uh, with $20 rebuys, and a lot of people buy in five, six times just because they, they want to help the charity, and uh, certainly it's a lot of fun. So uh, good prizes, good uh, food at the buffet, which starts at 12 noon, cards in the air at 1 p.m., and uh, stop by. If you come by, say hello, be sure and uh, come up and say hi that you enjoy the show, and or if you don't enjoy the show, you can say that as well. Just tell them, hey, do something better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going to do it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Gio, for all your work on the show as usual. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week on another edition of Poker Action. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 